Level Up Latina partners with working women and mamas alike to guide them in achieving fulfilling career and life goals through financial empowerment, professional or leadership coaching, and personal wellness. Find the unique coaching you need to succeed. You're listening to Vero, Ceci, and Irene, and we are Level Up Latina. Welcome, welcome to episode 32 of the Level Up Latina podcast. This week, we're going to be talking about balancing it all. And when I mean, when I say balancing, it's your work life, personal life, los maridos, todo. Como ven, chicas? <laughs> A circus act, girl. En serio. Oh, man, I know. Work-life balance. <laughs> Work-life, life, life, life My. balance. <laughs> My Dios mío. Balancing, juggling, high wire. It's a good topic. We're going to talk about how we manage it all as mamas, as Latinas. And the pressure is just like when I see other 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 mujeres así bien chingonas that just seem so cool, calm, collected, and when they're handling business and they're doing all this, I'm like, how do they keep it together? So it kind of puts a little bit of pressure, peer pressure to also be chingona like that. Like, okay, I got this. I got it under control. And then there's times that behind doors, I'm about to lose my shit, right? Um, mm-hmm. But I'm like, no, 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 no. Mujer preparada vale por dos. ¿Cómo le hacemos para eliminar that feeling of losing it? Mm-hmm. But sometimes we can't help it. But I there know. are women out there that are just killing it every day with keeping it together and handling every aspect of the work life, 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 work life, life, <laughs> life balance. So props to you, ladies, mm-hmm. for putting the pressure on us to just kind of level up in that sense. Yeah. Absolutely. For sure, for sure. ¿Cómo le hacen ustedes, mujeres? Because yo en casa ahorita estoy, I feel like I'm exhausted. It's only noon here in Mexico, and I'm, like, exhausted already. ¿Ustedes cómo le hacen? Girl, my life is a balancing act. And I'll start with that, I suppose. My tip of the day is to play to your strengths. And so I know my personality, so I balance my life based on my personality. So, for instance, I'm not a very crafty mom. I'm not a sports mom. Like, I'm not going to be doing soccer with the kids and coaching their team i'm not going to be doing crafts and on top of like the community calendar and we go to the christmas tree lighting like that's not my strength because at work i'm the boss and i'm in control and i'm sort of managing work and people so at home i I like it to be a little simpler for me so i play to my strengths and so the kids they really feel my presence and spaces and places that work for me so for instance i volunteer a lot at school so my lifestyle is i've picked the career that i have because it's a flexible career I have a culture of that at work where we're very family friendly. So I've worked there for the last 10 years. My oldest is 13. So I got that job and I was able to bring my kids to work. So again, I played to my strengths in the beginning. That's how I balanced it all. They would come to work with me or I could leave at three on Fridays and I made sure to keep that. So everyone leaves at three on Fridays at the office. Now I don't take them to work with me. They'd be so bored, but I volunteer in their classroom a lot. So I spend a lot of time doing events and functions and signing up and putting it in my calendar. So I balance things by playing to my strengths. I know that I can plot them and being with them around my work schedule and the flexibility at work. And we do that. And it means a lot to them. I do school events. I'm participating. I can't believe I joined the freaking PTA this year. I thought that's not the kind of mom that I am. I never (laughs) thought I joined the PTA. But a Mm -hmm. couple of years ago, I didn't think I was the kind of mom that would volunteer to teach art in the classroom. And I did that. And I've been doing that for three years. So again, playing to my strength. I'm not an artist. That's not my strength. But being able to consistently volunteer and put it on my calendar, I know I will be successful. I don't feel mom guilt because the kids see me as a teacher in the class. This year, I signed up to volunteer for garden only because 
the fourth grade teacher was like, I don't have anything else for you because I said, I'm happy to do art. I'm happy to do whatever you have. I've been doing art for a couple of years. He said, can you do garden? And I thought, oh my God, I'm not a gardener. I'm not an artist. <laughs> but here I am, you guys, in fourth grade, I teach garden. I'm a garden docent. I can have mm -hmm. to go to a class like every six weeks and I put it on my calendar first thing in the morning. In second grade, I teach art. I share it with another parent. I've always shared it. So my tip is play to your strengths, create balance and what works for you. So for what works for me is to put it on my calendar to be really present in different things. My husband and I, we have a calendar that always plans a date night and we stick to it. If it's on the calendar, we stick to it. But you might not be that kind of person. Like maybe you don't manage your life with a calendar or maybe you are the mom that's better at I don't know, being crafty or doing sports or whatever it is. So be that mom and be full out and don't feel guilt if you're not like another mom. You know, I think that's really important yeah. and that helps me feel like I have balance. That's good, Irene. As you were saying that you're not the crafty mom and you're not, you know, into just arts and crafts in general as a mom, I was thinking the same exact thing because I've always been, or even before for having the girls, I always like would look at Ara, Ara, Araceli, and uh -huh. all her oh, oh yeah. my god, that woman, she goes all out, mm -hmm. and I'm not crafty at all, I never have, I'm not creative, and I told her, I remember told her, I was like, you know what, when I have kids, you're gonna help me with party planning, and like, <laughs> creating because she, seriously, even her she's invitations, great. right, she's great, yeah, she's yeah. great, and that's her strength, she totally her plays strength. with her strength, yeah. with our San Francisco launch, and I remember oh, she yeah. was writing on a chalkboard for us, and she kept rewriting it and rewriting it and rewriting it. And I was like, it looks great. Like what you wrote looks great. She was like, but I'm not happy with it. And that, oh, yeah. I loved it. I just loved yeah. it because I can relate to her. Like my house, I don't like having people over unless the house is clean to my standard. And other another person might think that's crazy. Well, that's cool if you don't have that standard, but I like that standard for me. So yeah. I won't let you into my house unless I've scrubbed my toilets, thrown out my yeah. trash cans, lave los trastes. It's a really cute thing that I require, but I'm not going to say no, you can come over, but I have a standard. And she has an arts and crafts standard. And don't feel bad. Don't compare yourself to other moms. Just live by your standard without being overwhelmed. Like I'm not going to yeah. be overwhelmed and like, you know, on my knees scrubbing floors because people are coming over. But right. we all know what we're good at or what we want and why compromise on that if you're going to be happy, yeah. right? I think I'm more like you, Irene. So I think when the girls start you know, school, I'll definitely volunteer. And, you know, my tip to you is if you're not crafty, find yourself a girlfriend that is. Yes, <laughs> use Ada. That's right. Find a village. It takes a village. Find like, Ada. The people that are good or at that. también mujeres, like, you know, there's there's so many things you could try to do, like, on, on YouTube and find a way to do it. Yo me la doy de creative. And I'm not creative because I don't, like, all my close friends that are, are the crafty ones, they're not close by. So now I'm like, shoot, I sometimes I want to call Ada and be like, Ada, can you use your Cricut and type out this thing for me <laughs> and do that? So sometimes you can. And sometimes I think we talked about this in, in the Christmas episode or the shopping and don't go, don't stress to impress kind of deal. El intención es de que importa. A lo mejor you don't ha you're not the best at doing it, but at least you gave it a shot. Maybe the snowman <laughs> doesn't look like a snowman. Maybe he looks like something else, but um, <laughs> at least you tried. At, but trying is what matters. Obviously, if it's something where you need to present it and it has to be good and of, of decent caliber, quality, then yeah. don't. The quality, then, then, then don't, don't try it yourself. There's okay. nothing wrong with trying it a little bit. But this is where this is where I was talking. Like, where does this pressure to be at a certain standard as a mom, mm -hmm. or, or or as a professional, where does that come in, or where is it coming from? What angles? I know Ceci and I right now are in a, in, in a position where we're currently staying stay at home moms. But stay-at-home moms that are trying to run this business, operate this business, and operate uh, the household. Mm -hmm. And 
I never imagined work from home was this challenging and difficult. And it requires you to be working all the time. Yep. Uh, we're on call 24 seven. You know, when you're at work, you, we put so much effort into that because obviously that's what we get paid to do. And we're working, we're responding to emails late night. We're doing, you know, working on projects late night. If, if, we, if we have deadlines, we have to work through the clock, you know. We don't think about it when we're home. We think we have like this expectation for some reason that it's going to be, oh, it's going to be a little simpler. I'm just going to be with my kids. But that requires a whole different level of commitment and, and being engaged. We can't check out. I can't take a 15-minute break from my, you know, 10-month-old and my two-year-old. Crazy. I mean, I, it's crazy. It's just so nonstop. So now I, I've taken the time to just thank all moms and give props to moms everywhere that have been able to, that have made the decision, whether willingly or not, maybe they couldn't afford the childcare because childcare, I, now it's like, no wonder it's so expensive, right? There's these people dedicated to watching your children, taking care of your children. And not only are they doing that, they're also, in a sense, involved in their learning socializing. Mm -hmm. And it, that's a, a big commitment. I'm going to excuse myself, guys. If you guys hear my kids in the background, uh, my sitter kind of fell through. And that's one of the things we have to balance, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, you had the literally living example. You have to podcast and have the kids and things don't work out and you got to make the best mm -hmm. of it and power through. Yeah. So, I mean, purposely we said, let's set the meeting for this day because I know that I'll have childcare. I know that we'll have yeah. this. And things come up last minute that we don't expect to come up. Yeah. And what do you have to do? Hey, deal with we, have, we have to deal with it and get things done. As long as my children survive <laughs> and they're not, the Christmas tree doesn't catch on fire yeah. and little Shwaki isn't, you know. We'll deal with it then, right? I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's, no it's, it's so, a, I'm really proud of you because you could have also said, forget it. I can't do it. I can't, but yeah. you can balance it. You can, this day and age, you can have your baby's clothes and you can explain the situation and you can, it brings such a realness to the podcast. Here we are podcasting and it's actually five of us. You can hear the cute kids in the background and it's okay. The point is work-life balance is about not feeling like everything has to be perfect and it has to work out every single time because that's when we go crazy and it stays home moms. Exactly. Like, I've only had little stints at being a, a stay-at-home mom and my goodness, that is the hardest work that people take so for granted. And then the partner that works almost doesn't have to do a lot. It's super imbalanced because it's like, you're home all day. You can do mm -hmm. everything. And truthfully, it's like, no, I can't do everything. Yeah. Like, I still, exactly. well, I'm going to go crazy being everything to everyone. I know for me, when after we, we lived together for a year traveling with the kids and I saw the balance of Diego being there more and mm -hmm. me being able to not be so overwhelmed by work and busy with work. We got back and we kept that standard. Like we didn't go back to oh. Irene works and Diego works and we have a sitter and Irene does more because she's the mom and she's always been the mom. Diego now helps more than he ever has helped in the past. But it's because we took a year and he got to almost be like a stay-at-home dad. And boy, did he realize like, oh my God, there's so much involved with managing these kids. He didn't, before that, he didn't have to think about cooking food for them. He didn't have to think about all the after-school events they had. He didn't have to think about early outs 
And this week, every mom makes fun of it, but this week at school is like spirit week. And of course the kids have to, on top of everything yeah. we're doing, have to find <gasps> mittens and scarves today. And of course we couldn't, I bought them six gloves in preparation for this. And today they've found two and a half of them. Like, of course, right? Oh my yeah. goodness. <laughs> I'm not worried about those gloves. Like again, work-life balance. I am not going to worry about those gloves. I had a fax that I was sending for work. It was like priorities. <laughs> I probably shouldn't be working from home. before. Like, it's hobo ready. day for spirit day. Okay. I know. Hobo hobo day. Day. <laughs> so it's so yeah. funny. She couldn't find the other darn glove i took it easy guys mom you got to take a deep breath how do you think i'm feeling like i bought six gloves and to do right. two and a half of them no oh, one found his gloves he was feeling great except those little blue gloves he was ready to go <laughs> sophie's digging and digging and i'm like i don't know what to tell you mama i don't know what to tell you like i didn't want to get engaged in the trauma and mm -hmm. then they are looking 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 and thank god they find their little machu picchu like the cutest little beanies the traditional peruvian machu oh, picchu beanies adorable. adorable and sophie finds them and i go perfect you can wear that and he's got the gloves i go sophie but that has sentimental value please don't lose it remember i'm talking to the kid who lost yes, her yes. at school on halloween like this is i love her i love her but she's the one that will likely lose something <laughs> um because she's so present and so beautifully in the moment uh but anyway i go I, I get them to school and somebody's got mittens and somebody's got the beanie on and that's great and the point is wonderful, but there's so much to think about. And it always <laughs> falls to moms. It always falls to moms. Like, but um, luckily, I'm in a situation now where Diego is taking on the burden of cooking dinner and picking up kids and taking them to events. And he's all about the soccer. Again, I'm not a soccer yeah. mom. Thank God Diego's crafty because he is an architecture major. So sure enough, he does like the big school projects. Thank mm -hmm. you, Jesus. Because I will go crazy with the hot glue gun. Like, I will lose my mind. <laughs> yeah, I, lose I love the hot glue gun. I love them. <laughs> They're fun, but when it comes to, like, crafts, like, I have, like, 17 pinkies. Like, I don't have normal fingers. Like, I feel like everything's a pinky. Like, you know, some people just don't have the finger dexterity. Like, don't make me smoke something because it's, like, ridiculous the way I'll do it. I'm sure. But it ain't going to look cute. It's, 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 no, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> the point is that you're there. You're there. Yeah, you are there. You're playing to your strengths, I mean, and we love it. Funny right, how right. um how the mom always gets asked, where's this? Where's that? Oh you yeah. Know, how, how do we even know where stuff right. is, yo? You know what my response is to Luis? I'm like, in su lugar. Like, chula no has visto mis este um mi sudadera blank, whatever, you know, uh chamarra que me pongo el gym. I'm like, en su lugar. Ah, okay, when buena contestación. I'm like, yeah, I'm like <laughs> I'm like, you should know by now it's this specific drawer or, you know, this cabinet, whatever it is. But yeah, that's my response. En su lugar. I'm like, I'm not going to go crazy looking for whatever it is, like the girl's socks or, you know, his jacket or his mittens, whatever it is. I'm, I siempre contesto. I'm like, en su lugar. It's I so don't even know. Like, for me, it's probably not in Suluga. And I'm like, I am not going to go figure out who threw that important paper in the trash two days ago. Like, I don't know. But I, I do lose it. I don't keep it together. My son lost yeah. a piece of paper the other day and he was going to get a C if he didn't turn a paper in. And he's, it's his one class where he has an A because it's Spanish and he kicks butt in that class. I was losing it that morning. I was so pissed. And I'm like, you had the paper last night. You signed it. You put it in your backpack. How do you not know where it is? You're going to get a C after you worked so hard to get an A. I was yeah. losing it. Real. Sometimes, yeah. like, you got to breathe yeah. and not lose it. I was so frustrated with him. And then I should have let him get the C, but I just felt terrible as a parent. And I'm like, think solutions. What's the solution? Dick was like looking in the trash. He's looking in the backpack. He's the third person that looks in the backpack. I'm like, it's not going to be in the backpack. Everybody's looking in the backpack. And I looked to my son and I go, because it's his first period class. We had to get him to school. I'm like, can you get another reason paper at school? No, mom, I have to have it for class. I go, can you print it again? Oh, yeah, I can print it again. Why did you say that? 15 you are kidding. Ago? Yes, girl. He could have just 
print it again after I had been yelling for like 10 minutes about this darn paper. I was so frustrated with him. And they were like, like didn't I just yell 50 times solutions, mister? Yes, you didn't I yell solutions, think solutions. So I'm driving him, I'm telling him like, Papa, it's just a matter of like, think in the moment when you are pressed for time, it's 10 minutes. They like, think, how do I solve this? How do I solve this? Like think creatively. Like, we kept all looking in the same place. And at that point, it wasn't there. You know that he never found that paper. Really, probably someone threw it away. No, he's going to find it today when he gets home from school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mom, bail me out. Mom, mom, mom. And it's just like, mom isn't. They, Diego said the other day, so true. Kids don't realize we have lives. They have no concept of our lives. We're, the, we're their world. Them. We, yeah, they just think like there's nothing else in our brain other than being their parents and feeding them and taking care of them and clothing them and loving them. Like they have no concept of like we live an entire day, an entire life as a wife, as a boss, as a friend, as an individual, for God's sakes. Mm -hmm. Like I might want to go to the gym and do that solo. I yeah. might want to read a book. Like I might have a day that's super stressful at work. Kids don't care. You walk in and it's like me, 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 me. That's their job. They don't. Right, but if you look <laughs> you'll go crazy. You know, it's like when I walked out right now to check on the kids, I'm like, why are they screaming? Is Galilea like choking little Schwaki out or something? Yeah. No, they're both. You know, he's in his little jumper and she's standing on like rock trying to ride her horse. Yeehaw! <laughs> and um, because uh, on Frozen, you know, they ride the horse away. And oh, yeah. oh my god. Anyway, so she gets creative and she's like, yeah, I'm riding with them. Anyway, so I'm like, I hope they're not dying. No, and as soon as I come out, they're fine. Yeah. But and they both just turn to me and they're like. Hey, what's up, mom? You're back. Yeah. And it's like, no, 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 I'm not back. Just want to make sure you guys are alive and fine. <laughs> but they just look to you for everything, you know. And I just like the little sparkle in their eye. You're like, oh, I'm a sucker. Yeah. But, I know, I know. Uh, but in the finding things in su lugar y todo, aunque tengan, okay, Erin dice que a lo mejor ella no, no este, en su lugar es muy diferente al comparación <laughs> de tú, Ceci, ¿verdad? And I think I'm somewhere in the middle of you two. <laughs> I like my structure. I like, you know, in certain things. I'm a very, like I said, free spirit and all that stuff. But when it comes to certain things, I'm also a Capricorn. And and there's certain parts of me where there's just some structure. I don't need I don't need to follow it all the time. I just need to know there's rules. I can break them. As long as there's rules and there's some structure, let me follow that. So I like to have a place in, for everything también. And and things, certain things haven't changed, like all the stuff for the kids, right? When it comes to bedtime, I estamos like, okay, una leche para Joaquín, una leche para Galilea. Okay, pajamas for both. We know where their stuff is. And we've had Gali longer. We've had Gali now for a little bit over two years. And dad, for some reason, does not know where the pajamas are. Así el mío. ¿Cómo que no sabes? Han estado en el mismo lugar. And you know what I do? And I could say en su lugar, but I purposely go. In her room, the bottom cabinet, open the doors, top shelf to your left. You're all better. You got it all memorized. You know? And then, and he's like, oh yeah, oh yeah. And every time I'm just like, dude, you're kidding me. You never listen. He's like, it's not that I never listen. Mm -hmm. like, I didn't get it all. I didn't get it all. Like, you no. never listen. You should record it and just hit play for him every <laughs> time he asks. Here you go. Babe. Or hey, Google. Hey, Google, play instructions for Otto to find Galilea's pajamas. Hey, Alexa, can you be mom for the day? Alexa, you be their mom for today. <laughs> yeah, but it's just Google just started talking, guys. Oh, that's crazy. Oh. Uh, we just spoke to her. We gave a command. She's over there because I it. Google's also she, like Alexa? Oh, yeah. Yeah, she okay. is. And you can change their voice. You can change it to whomever you want. Okay, got it. Otto changed this to a male voice. I don't know who it is. It's an actor or something. But he's like, he sounds smart. I'm like, what are you trying to say? 
<laughs> what I'm trying to say. But anyway, this comment. Yeah, I'm like, let's just not talk about it because uh, your wife will be very upset by the end of this. <laughs> no, it's true. We are expected to know everything and have everything. And you know what? We're honestly, we're not expected. No one's expecting that. Like we have reasonable spouses. We have children that are being normal, but there's sometimes an unsaid pressure and you are the leader of your house. You guys said that, that you said that last week or maybe earlier today that you're leading a team and it's your team that you can't mm -hmm. let down, which is your team at home. So when you become the captain of anything, the leader of anything, you are looked to for all the answers. And at the end of the day, typically to put out the fires at home, at work. Mm -hmm. So for that balance, moms and those that are not moms, because work-life balance applies to non-moms. We went into the mom bubble, but career women, women in college, men listening to this that are juggling their lives, it's just as hard for men. We don't mean to discredit your effort, but all of us have something we're juggling and balancing. And the point is do not get lost in any one thing because then it's just a spiral of anxiety and pressure and stress. And then life is just an unhappy place if you know there's just way too much focus on one thing and not the other. So whether that's being the mom and having such a burden, being the male in a profession that is intense and work takes your whole time and you're working all day long and you never disconnect from work, whether it's being that student. And students is a little different. You kind of have an out. When you're in grad school or law school, like you're all in with school. And I get that in balance. But usually mm -hmm. that should be temporary. Like you shouldn't go through grad school and law school and feel an imbalance. And then you start your career and the same imbalance. If you find yeah. that your imbalance never stopped, okay, something's off. Like you can't be on high alert, go, 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 type A, no breaks, no focus on anything other than school or career or family or relationship. Because you know something's off. You know something's off deep in your gut if you're like burning out. I read something really cool today about the difference between stress and burning out. It was super cool. Like I thought, oh, I didn't even realize there was a difference. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. stress manifests mm -hmm. in certain ways. Like it, it physically hurts your body. Mm -hmm. uh, burnout emotionally hurts your body. You're like bummed. You're like not motivated anymore. You're overwhelmed. I didn't even realize the difference, you guys. So Google that. Like there is a difference between being burned out and being stressed. And typically one of those two things comes from that imbalance in your life, your work in your life. And you know what's so funny? I think um, in my previous roles, when you're a, you're a boss, when you're the leader, uh, leading a department, leading a team, people go to you because you, at the end of the day, are supposed to know everything, right? Or you know everything. Yeah. Now, yeah, and it's nonstop either. And I know my last position, I was director of marketing and events, and I was like really hands-on with everything. And we were a very small company, so this is a company where I wore like 10 different hats. But I loved it. I loved the feeling that I like the stressful feeling, the thinking on my feet, the finding solutions to problems that just pop out of nowhere. And especially when mm -hmm. you're working with a team that you that changes. It could mm -hmm. change monthly, it could change weekly just because of the fact that we're traveling for work, we're hosting events in different parts of the country, in different cities. So you don't have, you have key people that you have in positions and roles that are with you in your company, but then most of the people are hi local hires. So I'm like, what is... As a boss, as the leader of this team, I'm like, what is going to make this process easier? What's going to make it for where we go from one town to the other, that we get there and things just run smoothly? So for some reason, it always felt like we were doing this gig for the first time always, like ever. Like, oh, my I God. Are you kidding? I hate that feeling with my staff. It's like, okay, I'm like, are you? Almost from one evaluation and 10 mistakes later to the same mistake to the next event. You're like, right? did, did, did I skip something? Did I, did I, did I drain the last five years? Because <laughs> I don't know how this is possible. 
It's crazy. Yeah, it is so insane. So I'm like, okay, what is what is going to help me? Because I will get to a place and then like, okay, hey, you're the boss. Hey, hi. Or even my team that has that traveled there with us. We had a skeleton team. We had a core team that will go with us to all our events. Vero, where's this? Vero, where's that? Where do I put this? I'm like, look, do you know? <laughs> I, I was like, I'm laughing because I understand Vero. Where do we where do we put this last time? where's the layout plan that we have for this facility, for this venue? Where is this? And then I started label, I'm like, what's gonna make it easier for everyone? I'm like, where, I started labeling our big cases where we carry like our sound equipment, our tables, our this, that. I would just label these cases. I would list everything that's in there. At the end of an event, everyone was just so tired and would put whatever crap anywhere on the computer. Yeah. So the sounds with the stuff that we use for the, you know, for the aesthetics of the building, for this, for that. And when we go to the next place, these same people would be like, but es que ya busquen esa caja no está. Oh, Lord. I'm like, well, who put it away? You know, so all these things, it's just like, everyone just counts on you. So you, you try to develop a process or a system that works. If they don't follow that system or the steps that you put out. If they don't follow a process, the process drives us crazy. Event yeah. to event to event. You know, I, I, I'm laughing with you, Vettel, but honestly, like I now have a staff member that deals with this much more than I do. She manages operations. But I've noticed that the t people that report to her, those that thrive are the ones that are now duplicating her style which is good. So she's labeled things and she uses certain programs to print, you know, programs. And now she was away, which is so great. I love that this happened. And maybe the team doesn't realize this, but she was away. So it gives the secondary staff a chance to step up and be like the primary staff. And those secondary staff are becoming primary staff. And this person that reports to her did a fantastic job. She's labeling boxes like the operations manager would. And she's printing things like the operations manager would. Mm -hmm. and she's laying out like the offer manage operations manager would. And don't get me wrong, we struggled through that. We struggled to get both of those people in a place of like moving and grooving and getting their their strengths and playing to them and, and having their style. But it took a lot of that battle. It took a lot of making the same mistakes from event to, event to event. Yeah. And and the thing is that when if you step back because you were mentioning the, along the lines of you want your people to be accountable for themselves, right? To take mm -hmm. ownership and be accountable and self-sustained. Mm -hmm. So when you're at home, it's the same thing. And when you're in, in a professional role, the same thing. Balance. When, if things aren't working out the way they should, it's like, why? What process should we put in place? What system should we put in place? Mm -hmm. And then you train your people to do that so that they then can turn around and train the people that are under them. Yep. And it continues in, in order for there to be a flow, for there to actually be uh, like the just uninterrupted flow. Now, when we don't, as leaders, we need to step back. Okay, what is happening? Why am I consistently being bombarded by these questions? Mm -hmm. And it's the same question, sometimes in a different way, mm -hmm. stated differently, but it's the same thing constantly over and over again. It's like, okay, let me sit back. What's going to make it easier for my team to mm -hmm. operate without me? So now I think, yes, there's that occasion, that, that question that's like, where are the PJs? Or <laughs> <laughs> where does the sound system go? Uh -huh. But at the end of the day, it's like, okay, we turn around and say, okay, if I wasn't here today, mm -hmm. where, where would you look? Mm -hmm. Would you first look for me to try to find me? Would you text mm -hmm. me? Or would you be like, you know, I've done this a couple of times. Maybe it's in the same place that I, that I checked the last time or that yeah. I was told it was. And you kind of have to do that. So that's and, the tip, like find a support system that understands how to troubleshoot when you're not there yes. or take ownership when you are there. And whether that's at work or that's at home, if you're a single mom, I get it. It may be different for you. You may not have that partner to lean on, but there's your friends, you know, your friends that you can lean on and tag team to get things done together and to not always be the end all be all, you know, step away if life is overwhelming and you find that you're answering for everyone else all the time. 
and create that balance, whether it's with your partner, your coworker, your staff, so that you're not taking on the burden of answering everything all the time and having mm-hmm. to know everything and having to manage and run everything. And sometimes for those control freaks, like I get that too. I've worked with people that love having everything in their power and knowing everything and just doing it themselves. But that's terrible work-life balance because then you're oh, just so involved at work and you're so needed and you're everything. And you're almost, it's like this God complex, like this place will fall apart without me. But really, will it really? No. Like be careful if you're that person in that role, giving your blood, sweat and tears and long hours to a job that truthfully, everyone is replaceable and everyone is willing to help if you ask for that help and to get you the support that you need to be able to not burn out and have to have all the answers. And though we feel good in control and having all the answers deep down, we're burning. Be very careful also to be like getting a high off of being that end all be all and not having balance. There's that side of it. So people don't have balance and they almost take this weird pride in it and they burn, burn, burn. But truthfully, if it's written all over them and they don't seem happy and they're struggling, that's not working. Like that's not working. And I think Sissy, you're going to give us some great tips on like the self-care balance of it. Cause maybe you find yourself on that side of it. You don't have any balance, maybe. I, I, most times I don't, but I think I've, I've figured out <laughs> no, a I way mean to- you. I mean that you as a listener, <laughs> no, the people listening, if they feel like that's nice girls, but I don't have balance. I'm the one that's doing everything at the office or I'm the parent yeah. and on my own or something. I don't know. No, I think I, I what I was trying to say is I, I've been at both, you know, ends of the spectrum, having no balance at all and trying to want, trying to do everything and control everything like at the firm I went from a legal assistant that I had all these little tasks to being an attorney and then even as attorney I wanted to keep everything on my plate but at the end of the day I I needed to delegate and give that to the legal assistants but again because I was such a perfectionist and I wanted everything in order and I knew I had a deadline and rather than delegating I think the first six months of me being a lawyer, it was hard because I needed to learn that. And my, you know, my boss said, you know, you need to delegate things out. That was like burning me, burning me out. I think, and that's how actually, that's how I decided to sign up for the half marathon my first year as an attorney. Because I was like, how else am I going to run? Because right now it's my first year. I need to put in the hours. I need to work, stay in lane and just prove that I'm putting in all this work for the partners to see. And I wanted them to see like, okay, we made the right decision and hiring her as an attorney. Ay, but Cecilia, you had already put so much work yeah. into that firm. and you. <laughs> Pero así eres tú, Scorpio. Así, Andale, así, I know, Scorpio. So I, I kept, you know, I was working long hours, even even though the firm paid our, like our gym membership and it was like on the corner of the street, like I still ma- didn't make the time. I didn't make the time to to run, I mean to run, to, to work out. So my colleague Hillary, uh, who told me like sign up for the half marathon. I'm like, but I hate running. And I, I've told the story before when, mm-hmm. you know, we were talking about meeting our husbands, but yeah, I signed up and that was great because I would go running on the weekends with the group. And then I think once or twice a week, we also had runs after work. So it was a great balance where I like put in my hours at work. And then at the end of the day, I knew I had this training to go to and I signed up with the group because otherwise I knew like I needed accountability. Like, hey, I'm paying this extra amount of money mm-hmm. to go train with this group. So that's that's how I kind of started to pick up on exercising again. And it was it was the best decision because otherwise I think I want to I would have burned out like immediately, you know, not not having that work ba- work life balance. Really good know. suggestion. Like force yourself to be accountable to having balance. I love that. Yeah, I love that. Love that. 
I think yeah. it really maybe speaks to more of my calendar personality. Like I need a calendar to stick to things, but mm -hmm. it's such a smart way today to think about how do I create more balance for 2020? How do I create more space? Well, like you said, maybe money on the line, an accountability group. I think we've all had groups mm -hmm. that we work out with, right? So we've mm -hmm. all had that accountability group. If your girlfriend's expecting you to show up to the gym, an accountability partner that'll give you an excuse to have the balance, um, the money, getting, you know, joining a, a new gym, and maybe it's pricier than usual. Whatever that thing is, it's going to force you to step away. Really just consider and think about things will not fall apart without you. Trust in yourself that you have established a team at work um, to function when you are not there. Like you have laid it out for them and you do not have to be the person that has to be, you, that has to get everything done on your own. Be that boss that trusts your team. Be that leader that trusts that everything will get done the way you have asked and specifically asked your team to do it. And give them that, you know, give them that chance to kind of shine while you're away and don't feel like you have to have total control. Remember, you need time to relax. You need time to regain your focus and get things done at home or in other parts of your life. So also learn to delegate. That's another part that we discussed. You know, you don't have to be the one to do it all. Let it go. Ceci brings in a good point and, you know, force yourself to be accountable to having balance in 2020 avoid the burnout. We've all been there one way or another. Sometimes some of us don't like to acknowledge it, but hey, we have been there. We're all hardworking mujeres. I mean, some of the gents listening, you know, we like to have things in order and things working the way we like them to. But just remember in 2020, force yourself to have that accountability in having the balance and not getting burnt out. Maybe find an accountability group to hold you to it, whether it be to your new resolutions, your new, year, your new year's resolutions, or it be things at work, your health, all of that good stuff. So 2020 should be all about balance. Don't overwhelm yourself and find time for you. Remember, you know, for things like at home, you know, being at home, being a mother uh, or being a parent and trying to be a professional at the same time. Irene mentioned she uses her strengths and, you know, make sure she volunteers. She balances the mom and the boss, you know, play to your strengths, use your calendar, have the, set those reminders. As for Ceci and I, we keep it together at home and we can attest that staying at home is not easy. And we do what we can to make sure that we have this balance, that we have time for Level of Latina, that we have time for our children, we have time for ourselves. And, and you know, it's not an easy, it's not an easy task, but we're doing it. And we're, we're making sure that you guys give yourselves that opportunity, that chance to do it, find the balance, avoid the burnout, and kick butt in 2020. So with that, we leave you. Follow us on Instagram if you are not yet following us. Our handle is at Level Up Latina. Follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn. Email us also to keep this conversation going if you have any topics or just have any comments on our podcast or anything like that or have any suggestions. Shoot us an email. Our email is admin at leveluplatina.com. Also, don't forget, happy 2020. Don't forget to level up. Let's get 2020 done and get it off to a good start. We love you. Thanks for following. Thanks for listening. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you, ladies and gents. Se cuidan todos. Don't forget to level up.